much, Laura, for coming in today. And hi, listeners, welcome back. It's been a while since we've done a podcast, so I know a lot of you um, have asked how come we're not doing any. Obviously, with COVID, it's, it's been a bit of an issue. So I'm delighted um, that you're all enjoying them, first of all, and there have been requests to do more. So Laura is with me here today. And thank you so much, Laura, for coming in. Um, Laura, I met you initially uh, way back when did you start? Yeah, it, it feels like ages ago. Everything with COVID feels like, you know, way back in the midst of time. So it was actually 2019 that I came into the clinic for the first time and I met you. Okay, yeah, and I know we I saw each other for a number of visits and then as happens in the clinic, days change, consultants yeah. changed. Um, so I hadn't seen you in a long time and then I happened to be filling in for another consultant a few weeks back and oh my gosh the difference it was like <laughs> wow um, you know and a lot of clients would say to us and people say they don't notice the difference themselves so when you haven't seen someone for a while and you look absolutely stunning I keep saying you should definitely do modeling maybe you could model your own um, clothes or whatever I think yours are for children we'll talk about that further on um, but certainly the the, um, the the difference looking at you is amazing and I remember you so clearly coming in on your your first your initial visit and if you don't mind me saying so I think I know you had very young children Mm. and you were very stressed do you Mm. remember that visit yeah yeah like I had my youngest in 2018 and uh that sort of prompted me I know we'll talk about that in a minute to come here but yeah like I have three kids um and you know with a busy life and you know just having had a baby I still think of her as the baby even though she's just turned three I think you know but it is a very stressful and full life and when you actually come in to the clinic when you have that time and space for yourself you actually realize how manic your life can be and how busy not only your head is but like your life is but the busyness that you bring to your life and sometimes when you you know you have that time to take a step back and just pause it actually gives you time to reflect even those 15 minutes it sounds crazy but I can get in the car I come here by myself so all in all it's about an hour but it's really precious time for me so I don't recognize when you describe that stressed out person I actually don't recognize that woman anymore really like of course I get stressed and of course life is busy but I don't feel the same way about things anymore and that's really my genuine feeling about it yeah yeah Yeah, it's funny when you describe me I feel like you're describing somebody else okay yeah and it's for sure to me even you seem so much calmer you're speaking so it's lovely listening to your voice you're so so lovely calming aura from you so there I can see that and when I when I met you it's actually the first thing that struck me um and was that one of going back to what what the triggers are in our mm. whole mental weight mm. um concept of identifying it's not just what you eat that's not going to help yeah. long term it's why yeah. was stress did that come up as one of your triggers what triggers came up on your report when you came in can you remember back yeah then? absolutely um certainly i mean loneliness came up as one and i am a very sociable person you know i'm the youngest of eight kids grew up in a busy house i love people I love being out in the world so that really surprised me um stress came up as one and perfectionism and guilt you know so they were the sort of you know the legs of the of the chair that were holding me you know up propping up the the issues that I was having at the time yeah okay and are you okay to talk a little bit more about that yeah, and absolutely. I know this is what we do in our um 
in our consultations mm. is to ask it's all about awareness we, mm-hmm. we always talk about that knowing why you're doing it yeah, yeah. so the loneliness sorry yeah. if only if you're okay to talk about Absolutely. it where was the loneliness what, what what was that all about yeah I didn't know and it was just when I saw it in black and white and that's the, the value I think of taking the time to fill in the mental weight questionnaires because initially when you know all these different tools are presented to you you think what you know I had done every weight loss program out there I had tried everything you you name it I could tell you all about it and how to do it but it was these tools that you know cause you to examine how you're feeling so when I saw it in black and white I said okay what is actually going on here I am in a fantastic relationship with my husband we've known each other since we're teenagers we have three kids that we absolutely love to pieces I have a loving family excuse me I have loads of friends but why is loneliness coming up and I just realized that there was some sort of barrier between me and other people and that I wasn't for whatever reason it was maybe being my true self if that doesn't sound too you know kind of out there um, that there were barriers there and it was through the work that I was doing filling in the questionnaires and you know the daily affirmations and and the daily um, I suppose positive things that come from being healthier and I'm not going to focus on weight being a number it's a mindset and it really is a way of life and a way of living for me now um, and I suppose if you're not familiar with the program when you're listening to this you maybe thinking what you're talking about but there's just the tools that you're given here you know in the clinic to, to work through you know the issues that you know might be pre- presenting so loneliness really for me was a barrier that I was putting up between me and other people and the sense of isolation that I felt like I couldn't do maybe certain things because of how I felt about myself I couldn't be in you know the relationship with my husband he might give me a compliment I said this to you before Ashling he'd give me a compliment and I'd kind of brush it to one side Mm. and I sat in the room one day and there's you know there's a few questions about you know um, how you interact with your partner you know and I just thought to myself goodness you know if I gave him a compliment and he kind of brushed it aside in the way that I would have I think I would be really hurt Mm -hmm. so that caused me to sort of change how I was you know just not behaving but just how I was interacting with him and that just has opened up a whole new world you know like with us we're just so much happier um and with my friends you know they might invite me to go somewhere and I you know didn't even realize I was conscious about how I might look you know when I'd go out with them or you know things like that that just hold you back and you don't even realize you're doing it and you're isolating yourself and that is so sad and you don't realize that you're doing it until you have that opportunity to pause and just think oh my goodness and it's just every week I you know I've come in here with you I've come in here with Nolene and Gillian and Easelt and I have light bulb moments, I'd say, every week. And this is like, you know, 18 months on. Wow. You know? That's super to yeah. hear. That is yeah. so, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Light bulb moments, yeah. awareness. Yeah. Um, and I know before you came in to us um, today, you did your mental weight mm. questionnaire. Um, and I, I always say everything happens for a reason, yeah. which I have here. I have your first copy sure. um, of your report, I should say. I have your first copy and I have your most recent copy and again I wish that we'll, we'll have to do it, get a TV station going that people can <laughs> see this but um, again you know the red air the unhealthy habits and behaviours well the first thing Laura if you're okay again to talk about it sure. 
your mental weight came up when you first started. Your your actual weight was seventeen twelve. Yeah. So you were nearly eighteen stone, mm-hmm. and your mental weight was eleven stone ten. Now, normally, when mental weight is lower, it would suggest or could suggest that somebody's out of touch with their habits or mm-hmm. behaviours, or they're in denial. What do you think that was for you? Which oh. which bit of column A and a bit of column B absolutely oh absolutely I mean I wasn't even in touch with um, you know my own physical self you know there's a great question on that about um, well actually not on the mental weight questionnaire but just during the week about you know uh, avoiding looking at yourself in mirrors and all that sort of stuff I would never look at myself in the mirror even in the bathroom I would turn away from the mirror you know I'd have a shower and I would turn myself away I was so in denial about um, my health and well-being and all all that sort of I mean there's so much there everything what you just said all of it you know absolutely 100% and if we look at all the reds you've mentioned there I mean simple things we're always talking about food reward mm. I mean that goes back to the time we're born you know yeah. thinking you're making yourself feel better and mm-hmm. rewarding yourself tre- treating yourself they're all the basic habits um but for sure, you the perfectionism and guilt you've talked yeah. about. So there were quite a lot of um, quite a lot of, of unhealthy habits and behaviours there. Yeah. I just want to touch on something else that came up. Um, it wasn't too low a score, but we often talk about negative and positive motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, with negative motivation, usually it would suggest that you negative thoughts, that fear of mm-hmm. succeeding, this is going to be hard, etc. Did you have those thoughts coming in? Yeah, I think, you know, as I said, I, I've tried everything um, and I had lost a considerable amount of weight in the past, but I had become at that time quite, I would say, obsessed, you know, with food and a very unhealthy relationship with food. I was in my 20s, you know, uh, loads and loads of exercise, exercising several times every day. So... I was a bit fearful that you know I'd try something different and again it would maybe escalate or you know come to a point where it wasn't maintainable for me and I'm conscious you know I was coming into my 40s people talk about you know weight loss is, is harder uh, you know when you hit a certain stage of life I just thought to myself am I setting myself up for failure again will I, will I be actually be able to do this so I did have a fear of failure absolutely absolutely 100% and I have to thank you big time for sharing that because yeah. we hear that time and time again mm. with, with any clients that come in because normally they have tried mm. so many programs. They're upset, they're frustrated, they're, there's aggression there, etc. So that's really normal. And that's the first thing we say to people. That's normal. Yep. That's very normal. I have your second report here, your most recent one that you did outside today. Mm-hmm. And when I opened this, Paul was actually in the room here with me, my husband, yeah. and I don't know if you heard me, the door was open, I went, wow, oh. this <laughs> is what it's all about. Look at the difference. Yeah, yeah there's a big difference. That's unbelievable. Yeah. All blues, all healthy. Mm-hmm. Guilt is coming up here as 83, mm-hmm. as pink, which is normal. Yeah. And we'd always say we'd never expect anyone's report to have all blues yeah. because what's that telling us straight away nobody's perfect no, so there's no. something wrong and I'm also an Irish mammy ah okay tell <laughs> there me more there has to be a bit of guilt there okay, you there, you know, there go. has to be there has oh, to the be. Irish mammy guilt yeah, I know yeah. it's crazy so in total uh, congratulations Laura because that's absolutely brilliant and this means again this is what our program is all about that you are going to keep the weight off because you've held your habits mm-hmm. behaviours and attitudes 
and we're always saying scales and diet alone won't help you keep weight off um and as you said you've tried every every other um program that's out there Mm -hmm. so overall um you have lost about three stone nine pounds wouldn't it be you came in at 17 12 you're you're currently around 14 3 and your target's 11 so yeah how how motivated are you to and help our listeners out there and what's motivating you now to keep going continue your journey absolutely well i think you know you're asked to score your motivation every day out of 10 and it's 10 if you want to give it a number if you're a numbers person it's a 10 if it's how you're feeling about things if you like it think about it in that way i just feel 100 percent positive about you know this whole journey i think there is no end point to this Ashley. you see there's i would have always put pressure on myself by such and such a occasion or by this person's wedding or by this you know first day at school or by this this and if it didn't happen by then it was like disaster oh this is terrible you know i didn't achieve what i wanted to so back to square one what this program has given me is just the sense that it's okay days that you will not you know be motivated or you'll you know make choices that on another day you might make that's to be expected and it's entirely normal but you can do this and you will do this so there's no timeline i'm not under as my sister says you're not under the cosh you know you're not you know we're not on the clock here um i know i'm going to get there it doesn't matter when but i'm going to get there 100 percent. fabulous yeah fabulous um so the triggers we've discussed mm-hmm. um and the habits and the behaviors um if you're okay i want to share some more of your story sure, sure. because um something else jumped out and blew me away mm-hmm. when you and i had that consultation back i think it was about two weeks ago mm-hmm. i know it was a saturday and you did say to me that unfortunately um, you had either you and the whole family or had you con- contra- uh, contract COVID or yeah. okay and yeah. you, I remember you saying that the feeling in your chest thank God you're, you're well now mm-hmm. and over it all but um, the, I do remember what jumped out at me was you said the feeling of in your chest was horrific and that you felt if you had have been carrying the weight mm-hmm. back then that it would have been a lot more serious. Absolutely. Um, I just remember it was at Christmas time. We unfortunately both contracted COVID. My husband and I were both tested positive. Likely all all of us had it in the house, the five of us. And it was over the new year. So it's that time of year. It's very dark. It's very cold. Everything seems very enclosed anyway. And I was putting my daughter to bed and literally I was struggling to breathe, lying down, you know, this wasn't after exerting myself or you know walking or going up the stairs this was just lying down and i was getting you know chest pain um and i I discovered afterwards you know that's because covid can inflame your chest wall um you know it was just absolutely horrible it was a horrible horrible feeling actually and just struggling for breath as a healthy or uh you know young woman in her 40s you know i have no underlying health conditions thankfully um i was just lying there thinking oh my god you know it was you know we were thinking should we call an ambulance or not and a, a very good friend of mine she's an a and e nurse in the matter so you know she was sort of on call for the family and she talked me through what was going on and she assured me look things are going to be fine this is just what happens with covid so because people can dismiss it oh it's you know like a bad flu or whatever but if you get 
the symptoms of it and it gets a foothold like for, for three weeks we were absolutely floored with this um i remember just thinking i would be in hospital i probably would you know have a serious issue here because i mean the statistics are there that you know obe obesity and carrying extra weight it's a massive complicating factor for covid and uh, not only for i suppose the initial period but for this long COVID that they talk about so I was so thankful lying there. I thought, oh my God, what have you done for your health? You've given yourself a gift. You've given yourself such a gift here just to have lost this uh, burden on your body. And that's how I think about it. I don't think about weight. I think of it as, you know, a burden on your body. Uh, about, you know, and a burden on your, I suppose, your, your life. But I was so thankful it was gone. Uh, I really, really am. I can't say it. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, no, yeah. that that. Thank God. And as I say, you look fantastic. Yeah. You're well now as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a lot in the media about the um, the side effects. Uh, as you say, carrying it on your chest, yeah. whatever. Um, so you and I had a chat. Uh, after that and I mm -hmm. asked would you come in and mm -hmm. please do a podcast and you said you'd be delighted to and while we were on the phone or we were confirming dates remember sure. at the time sure. while we were talking on the phone something else you said to mm -hmm. me blew me away seriously blew me away and you said again health mm -hmm. you know we always say health is your wealth and it seems to be the number one reason that people are coming into us now mm -hmm. uh, we're more aware of the importance of health and you then, again, if you're okay to talk about it, told me that you discovered you would breast cancer. Was it or a oh, lump? Well, a lump. Yeah. A lump, my, yeah. Uh, there is a history of breast cancer in my family. Okay. Um, so at my age, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I'm just about to turn 45. And at 45, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. So she had mastectomy. And thankfully, you know, she survived that, that cancer. Cancer, unfortunately, you know, came at a later stage in her life. But... So I was sitting watching TV and you can imagine, you know, you're watching a movie with your kids, everybody's sitting there, everybody's all, you know, cuddled up on the sofa. And my son just put his head, you know, just kind of to lean in, you know, just across my chest for a cuddle. And I just felt something, you know, under his head. And I thought, what's that? Mm. And I just had just kind of touched the area. And there was this kind of hard knot that I had never felt before. I thought, oh my goodness. And, you know, it was, there wasn't anything on the other side. And I thought, what's that? So I just waited until they went to bed. And I said to my husband, you know, am I imagining this? You know, sometimes and he mm -hmm. said, I don't think so. Um, so I went to my GP and of course she hadn't seen me in a long time with COVID and, and generally, thankfully, you know, touch wood, I'm touching wood here, you know, usually very well. And she was like, oh my God, like Laura, you know, what, what has happened? And I, I told her, you know, I was doing the program and, and we'd lost, or I'd lost weight. And I, you know, mentioned the lump and she referred me immediately to St. Vincent's for a screening because of the family history, because of the lump. She didn't feel it was anything sinister, but she said, you have to get this checked out. And, you know, the weight loss, she just said, just in case, you know, there's something more behind all of this. So I was brought in immediately for a mammogram and, uh, that alone is a very sobering experience, you know, when you're referred immediately yeah. and you get your appointment immediately. Um, and the radiographer was fantastic. The experience was fantastic. And the reason why I say all this is because if anybody is concerned about their health at the moment, please go to your GP. Absolutely. Please get checked. Yeah. Because the programs are still running, no matter what, you know, is being put out there in the media. These people are working 
non-stop to screen people uh-huh. um i think that the regular screening programs are probably are on pause but you know the, re- the referrals are there definitely so i just remember standing at the machine and thinking you know they can get the angle they need for the mammogram because i'm more mobile before you know things are more malleable and all that sort of stuff um and also then the follow-up when i went into the 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 doctors thankfully you know everything was fine um but when i was having the consultation you know what the more junior doctor before the senior more senior consultant comes in and apologies mm-hmm. to all the medical people who are probably rolling their eyes going <laughs> more junior doctor probably the most you know an extremely senior doctor i do apologize mm-hmm. Um, and she was taking my history and she was going through, you know, how are you feeling, you know, you know, any, you know, medical issues or, you know, any, any specific things. And one of the things they always ask you about is weight loss. They're very interested in that. So, um, I said, yes, I had, I told her the amount, which was, you know, I rounded it to four stone mm-hmm. and she sat back in her chair and she just said, wow. And, and, and you know, is, is that intentional? I said, yeah, absolutely. And she said, congratulations. And it was not a word I expected to come out of her mouth. Congratulations, I thought in my head, what? Um, so that was, you know, parked for a moment. And then the, the more senior uh, doctor came in and she went through my history with him, you know, read through the chart. And she mentioned, you know, the weight loss to that doctor. Um, they hadn't been in the room together. He also just paused and really engaged with me and looked at me dead in the eye and said congratulations and I said to you on the phone Ashling, I've been mm-hmm. congratulated three times before that's right on the birth of my three children I have never yeah. been congratulated by anyone in the medical profession before on another if we want to say like achievement but two doctors in less than five minutes had said congratulations about losing mm-hmm. the amount of weight that I'd had and I just thought okay you know this is this is something really good I've done for myself. I've got more work to do. And it just reconfirmed what I'd already know to be true. You know, that this is such a great thing to do for your body, particularly mm. look, you know, I am in my forties, you mm-hmm. know, for mobility, for heart health, for all those things. But I would not have found that lump without having lost this weight. That would still be there. Mm. And thankfully now, I'm, you know, I'm in the program, I'm on there books now for annual screenings you know a few years before I should be you know when we hit 50 year in the regular mm-hmm. program so we don't know what fruit that might bear in the future but you yeah. know the baseline is there and I'm really thankful sure you know yeah. for that yeah. like it's an absolute gift it's yeah. an absolute gift yeah like it's clear now but you know yeah. it's there and I have the baseline I have the record you know yeah. which is amazing and as you say you wouldn't have been able to find that not lump where all. it was the particular place it was Absolutely. if you hadn't been carrying the, the weight not as well so, no, no, no. wow um, so you know on that notion you, you've you've said too about going for your checks etc mm-hmm. um, and I'm always saying it too encourage mm-hmm. women for any of you women listening do check yourselves yeah. I think we're, you know it's so important and yeah. men I think Absolutely. men they, they need to do it as well big time um, so what I would love to do as a thank you for you coming in um, is for you to tell us all about your new business. I want to plug your new business because you started telling me a little bit about it um, when you came in, first of all. Mm-hmm. So tell me more. It's only recent, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. So, actually, you know, we talked at the start about isolation and, you know, separating yourself from people. So 
I think we all have these ideas and I'm sure people listening to this have a, have a thought that, oh, I'd love to do such and such and I'd love to do something else. Um, so one of the ideas that I feel really strongly and passionately about is the idea of, you know, reusing and recycling. And the business that we are launching on the 18th of March, which is Global Recycling Day, is a business to uh, reuse and recycle uh, kids' clothing from zero to 12 years. So what the program has, I suppose, given me as well, another gift it's given me, is just the belief that, you know, you can achieve things that you thought might have been out of reach. So if you'd said to me a few years ago, I'd set up my own business, I would have said, you're absolutely crazy because you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to put yourself before people. You've got to open yourself up maybe for a little bit of potential criticism. Actually, definite criticism because sure, you know, yeah. that will come yeah. so I had this idea initially when Grace my youngest she's three now was a baby um, I was feeding her very late at night and it was you know one of those times where you're not quite sure is it morning is it night time you know you're, you're just waiting for your baby to sort of finish and, and mm-hmm. make sure she's safe and, ba- and back in her cot and uh, I was sort of having a quick look on my phone please no judgement you know from all the people listening but um I saw this video of just waves of plastic, you know, crashing up on the shores of a faraway beach somewhere in Southeast Asia. And I remember the next morning going, oh, I must have dreamt that. That's not possible. Like actual waves of plastic coming in. So I had another look and it was real. And I think there's a a poignant time when you have a baby and you as a mum will know that when Mm. you feel so differently about the world, everything, you know, everybody is somebody's baby and everything is wonderful and everything is really scary kind of in equal measure you mm-hmm. know i understand yeah. Do you know that yeah. feeling yeah when you just have a baby yeah uh, and everything is so precious and so delicate yeah um and i remember you know a few days after she was on my hip you know and i was wedging another little outfit into this wardrobe of clothes that i had for her and so many things were going to be unworn or you know worn once and i had this light bulb moment of okay what I can do with regard to my own family is I can stop uh, maybe buying, you know, an awful lot of new clothing for the kids. So I started trying to source pre-loved clothing for the three kids. I said, I'll try it. So I went online. I started joining Facebook groups and different, you know, um, advertising platforms. There's a lot of, you know, like done deal or adverts, whatever, just to have a look uh, for clothing for the kids. And it was great, very time consuming, but there were great options out there. You're not um, contributing to new textiles being manufactured. You are not, let's say, supporting fast fashion. So if people are familiar with, you know, certain high street brands, they have loads and loads of clothing lines that come in. You know, they have these micro collections. So before designers might have had a two collections in the year. Uh, now there's these micro collections that fast fashion almost every week, they bring in new items of clothing. Mm. Um, so they have to shift them. They have to tell us that we will feel great when we buy more. So we're kind of, we buy into it. And of course, who doesn't like to recreational shop? So many of us do. Um, So I just said, right, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to try something different. And the quality of the clothing that I was getting was fantastic. Obviously, you know, there's a benefit. You're not spending as much. But the feeling that we were doing something positive in our own small way, because I think if you think about the environment, particularly as... um, you know a mum or a dad or you know somebody without kids just being in the world it can feel really overwhelming so it's just a small change but it actually has a massive impact so 
you know, during COVID, we were all out walking all the time. And I kept saying to my husband, I just wish it was easier. I just wish this was easier. I wish there was one place that I could find something for the three kids, zero to 12. Um, and he was very patiently kind of waiting, I think, for me to have my moment of, well, why don't I do it? You know? Mm -hmm. And when I said, I think I could do this, he said, at last, oh, of course wonderful. you can do this. Of course uh -huh. you can do this. So we did a little bit of uh, market research and I'm really lucky I'm connected with Samantha, Samantha Kelly, who is the tweeting goddess. Um, our paths have crossed for various reasons over the years and I contacted Sam and Sam said, yeah, like do your research, put it out there. I'll support you 100 percent. So I did that and we had about 500 people complete the survey, which she told me afterwards was fantastic. She thought I might get 100. Um, and definitely the interest is there, but I suppose in business terms, they call it the action gap. How do you get to what you want to do or what you want to achieve? You don't know how to get there. And that, that came back in the survey. How do we actually source these clothes? Where do we buy them? I'd like to try it, but I'd like to have like a retail experience. I can return clothing, you know, I can have a choice online you know I can have assurances around quality control and all that sort of stuff so yeah we just built it from there so we registered a business name uh, last September October it's called lovely things because that's what we sell lovelythings.ie and we're launching as I said on the 18th of March which is global recycling day and it's also my mother's birthday so it's a great day it's a great it's it's an auspicious day in our family oh, yeah yeah that is so I'm delighted lovely. to do that that is so lovelythings.ie yeah. I will certainly be jumping on myself I think it's such a wonderful idea my yes. own girls are I think the younger generation are much more aware and conscious Absolutely. of climate etc yeah. um, yeah. So lovelythings.ie, I wish you the very, very best. And I know you'll be a success. I love the way you said you believe in yourself now, that that's changed compared to mm -hmm. when you came in first. And that's all part of, of what we do. We help with, with the confidence, the whole lot. Um, so thank you so much, Laura. I can't thank you enough. Um, you're an inspiration. There's been a lot in, in that chat that we've had um, that I hope will help listeners and encourage listeners more than anything and motivate, to use the word uh, listeners. Until next time, take care and we'll talk to you soon.